I remember when I looked back doing my first podcast and actually listened to it and I was so nervous, man. I used to actually ask Dom, like, what what should I say next? Um, I'd stutter. I would say a lot of weird stuff. Even if you do have those dark down days, which we all do, I think you just got to look at how far you've come. And that's another driver of what I do is um, just how much of I've excelled as a person there's no point going back. There's really no point. I'm not going to let everyone down. I'm not going to let myself down and I'm definitely not going to let my family down. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Before the Money. We are here with my good friend, Jackson Tippett. How are you doing today, brother? Jack, brother, thank you so much for having me on and congratulations with uh everything that's going on with your brand and yeah obviously the podcast which i'm a huge fan of and um it's good to see you actually pursuing your dream yeah likewise man i mean i just saw you you're bursting through the episode 100 that is a mean feat man (laughs) yeah i was like yeah i actually had dom on for that episode we don't do many anymore together um but we we decided to do that one together and we were just like, that's crazy. Like it literally feels like yesterday we were doing our episode one together. So we, we targeted up and we've done literally, yeah, we've done literally one every week. We've dropped one every Monday for the past two years. Fuck. You gotta be proud of that. Hey, that's insane. And like majority of them, man, like, you know how most people on their podcast, it's, it's the actual person speaking like yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I reckon, 75 to 80 percent of those are guests so it's a lot of guests on there you know what i mean yeah yeah 100 percent. and yeah. guests like um guests are a pretty interesting format as well for lots of different reasons like you know it's yes it's good like being a host and you know controlling the episode and say for instance just doing an episode with just yourself or you and a co-host or something they're great but you're limited to the perspective of what you've already got Whereas when you bring a guest on, that just opens up worlds of possibilities and experiences, which is valuable for, you know, us as the podcast hosts, as well as our audience, like massively. Yeah, I agree, man. I get, to be honest, like what I used to like doing the single ones, but I'm getting so much more feedback off the guest ones. So I'm just going to keep them rolling. They're interesting. You get someone new on that you want to, you know, learn about or hear about their life. And um, it's a great way to connect with people, you know, Australia, if not worldwide. Yeah, 100%. So let's jump straight in, man. Like what gets you fired up? What, what gets you out of bed in the morning? I want to know that. Yeah, bro. That's a good question. A lot of people ask me that. Um, I never used to really have a drive. Nothing really sparked me. I was very lazy and unmotivated. But I would say the main reason I wake up, I do what I do, and I think I do it well is literally the audience and the feedback I get it's, it's that plain and simple. So obviously everything I do is IG social media related. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, basically just seeing like, and that can come from anything that can come from personal messages, um, testimonials with clients, um, heart touching feedback from podcasts, um, whatever it may be, like all of those little things, I don't know, for some reason it just, it sparks my day. And I, because I get so much of it, it's not like, oh, you might get a positive comment or a message once a week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like every morning I wake up, there's something usually in my inbox that is like, it will just literally spark my day. 
And um, I just thrive off it, man. And then it's like, okay, well, if I'm changing that person or that person is looking up to me, then let's go work harder today and let's go motivate and inspire a few more people. And that's literally what it comes down to. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. And so do you feel like it's it's the the purpose that is is really motivating you? Like the feeling that you're you're genuinely in like affecting people's lives in a positive way? It's definitely because I know what I'm doing is like positive and genuine now and it is affecting people positively. And I don't know, it's it's really hard to explain, but it's it's seriously the best feeling. Like it's and that's why I'm such a big believer in like giving good vibrations off and positive energy. And, you know, if you don't return that, then I don't know. I don't really want you in my circle because I just don't need the negative um, energy. Like it's just a drainer. So I've really probably, you know, knuckled down on that the last literally six months that like who I surround myself with, who I talk to, if someone wants to be on their podcast, like I'm going to make sure like I, you know, get along with them because otherwise what's the point? Like it's not worth my time. Yeah, exactly. Energy is the most important currency we have. And like you said, just before we started recording, we're not getting any younger, you know, this, this life, although it seems long when you're living it in reflection, it is so short. When you get to 80, it's like, fuck, where did those 80 years just go? (laughs) hundred percent, man. Like literally my parents were like, like Jack's like, I literally, it feels like yesterday I was your age. And I'm like, that's like, I'm going to be saying that. Like, it's, it's just crazy. They're like, I wish I did so much more when I was younger. And it's like, it makes you realize that you really should just make the most of your life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. man. So, um, just to give a little bit of context to anyone listening that doesn't, isn't familiar with you, what do you kind of do day to day? Obviously you've got the podcast, the I am me podcast. Um, you touched on that briefly. What else do you do to fill your day, man? Um, so yeah, I've got the, my online coaching is, oh, to be honest, there's no real main job. It's, it's just a bunch of like little things here and there and everywhere, but consistently I do coach off the top of my head about 35 people. So what I do is I break that up into, I might check in with say five clients every day. So I'll do five Monday and then I'll get to the end of them by the end of the week, rather than doing like Monday's check-in day with all 35 clients. Um, So that's a bit of communication. It's a bit of a just never plan. It's usually um, phone calls. Um, And then I'll always fill my day with a a training session of my my own um, because I enjoy it. And it's, um, you know, it's endorphins and keeps my head in a good space. Yeah. And then depending on the day, I pretty much do a podcast every day, whether it's mine or jumping on someone else's. And then I would say two out of the seven days a week, I would do a photo shoot um, and I wouldn't podcast those days. So it's kind of like that. And then in the day, it's a lot of like, I'm just doing so much stuff with brands in terms of, it doesn't even have to be a photo shoot. I'm getting a lot of brands just pay me for stories. So I'm literally getting sent so much, man. It's not even funny. And just even doing that, like sorting it out, getting the story. Um, I don't know that I get takes up a lot of time, man. And I just do a lot of fidgety stuff and messaging and talking to brands and emails. And that's probably like two to three hours, you know, each day just doing that. 
I would say majority is a lot of messaging, a lot of phone calls and a lot of looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, that was one thing that, um, you know, really caught my eye in regards to you. It's like, you just seem to be everywhere on social media, bro. Like, you know, you're, you're on all, um, and it's, it's great because you're supportive. Sorry. Is your audio glitching out a little bit, man? No, I can hear you, bro. Perfect. No, no, so that must have been on my end. Yeah, that was one thing that I, I could really admire about you. You just, you're everywhere, you're supporting everyone, you know, um, and even I know a lot of people that you've kind of found through my audience and stuff like that through Anarchy. And then next minute I see you, you're kind of on their posts supporting what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. So it's just like, this man does not stop. It was very, very inspiring. And yeah, like to be honest, Jack, th that is a part of me that maybe you know, I don't have to do, it's not making me money. So I do give a lot of free time to, for example, what you just said, commenting on someone's post or giving them a DM or replying or something. And people call it wasted time or energy when I should be working on something that's money related. But I look at it, man, and I've always done that from day one. And my page has done nothing but grow. I've been known, but nothing but supportive. Like if I can give out that extra hour or two hours a day on doing all those little things, I'm just going to keep doing it, man, because it seems to be working. Yeah, 100%, man. Well, whatever you're doing is working really well. So let's let's backtrack a little bit. Where do you get your information? Like where where do you go to learn new things, Jackson? What what type of things? Well, whatever you're interested in. Like I know for me personally, like I, I love learning all crazy things from like ancient history all the way through to like sexology and stuff like that. And obviously they all require different things like audiobooks. Sometimes I read physical books. I listen to shitloads of podcasts, go to seminars. Like how do you accumulate knowledge? Yeah, good question. Um, I would say I would say 50-50. Um, 50 would be podcasts and then the other 50 would actually be YouTube. Um, I listen to a lot of like, I, I would say they're even interviews on YouTube, but there's a lot of good content on there, man. Like in terms of whatever it may be, uh, training, nutrition, um, all of that kind of stuff. Like I, I don't think you can really not find what you want if you truly search hard on our uh, YouTube. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Wasn't there something like it? You know, there's like 10,000 hours up, um, uploaded every single hour onto YouTube or something stupid like that literally and the reason i like the youtube is i'm not a big like if you hand me a book I, like i just can't read it man like i'm just not good like that but if i've got someone that's speaking or i can see their face and um or like a podcast you know what i mean i'm a lot more like um audio book and stuff like that i just i gain a lot more knowledge off that than reading or writing if that makes sense yeah. And there's like the accessibility as well, like, because, um, I've got sort of like a 45 minute drive from, from where I live into like the main area. And so I can punch through, you know, a podcast on each of those drives or, you know, an audio book and I smash it out in like a couple of days just because you can do, you can consume knowledge while going about your daily life as well. And that's maybe just like the, the ADHD society that we've become now that we have to have multiple things stimulating us at once, but it, it works, man. Like you can learn a lot of shit in a short amount of time. 
hundred percent, man. And that's another ma- massive factor why I do it is I do majority of my stuff while I'm walking, um, like my phone calls, emails, podcasts. And for me to take a book while you're walking or something, you know, it's a lot harder than just plugging your earpods in and listening to something. Yeah. I've tried doing that, man. And I swear it takes me the whole walk to get through one page. Cause you like keep, Oh fuck. Where was I? What line was I on? It's, <laughs> a fucking, it's so painful. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's sick, man. And were you kind of always, cause like right now you're an inspirational guy and you like from what's very clear through my dealings with you and like um, what looks like from the outside is you spend a lot of time caring about other people's progression in life. And was that, was that always the case for you? Uh, definitely not, man. Only within, it's only when I changed myself um, that I really wanted to help others. And when I seen the positive impact that I was having when I did help others, it made me just want to help more. It's like a yo-yo effect. So mm-hmm. the more I help people and the more feedback I get, the more it drives me to do it more. And if I wasn't getting the response and the feedback, I probably wouldn't be doing as much. So what what were you like before you changed then? I mean, to be honest, I was, um, I've talked about this on a lot of podcasts, but obviously, you know, I went down the steroid uh, route with um, mm-hmm. training and a bit of the drug scene, the wrong crowd and all that. I would say in a nutshell, I was just very ego driven, um, very selfish, um, a bit lost in the head, uh, based off drugs and didn't really know what I wanted. You know what I mean? I was trying to be someone I wasn't. Um, but yeah, that all changed once I got off that. And, you know, I think it's like yourself, man. If, if you look at your brand Anarchy, which I absolutely love, if you weren't, selling anything or you weren't getting any positive feedback or people are saying your stuff wasn't that good, you probably wouldn't be excelling and wanting to keep creating and doing stuff the way you are. But the fact that you're getting, you know, you know, your stuff's good. So many people are raving about it and all of that. It makes you want to do more and create new designs. It's kind of the same with me. Yeah. And I know exactly how you mean. And we go through periods where like, you know, we are dead quiet you know, for like a, for like a month. And there, there is a certain extent where that in the beginning gives me ample motivation to get in and fix whatever's not working. But I could only imagine like that feeling sustained over like a long period of time would just be so demoralizing. It'd be hard to kind of even get out of bed in the morning, especially if it was something you're super passionate about. Yeah. And that's, yeah, a lot of people go through that, but, um, fortunately, I don't think I have in a while. And I don't know, even if you do have those dark down days, which we all do, I think you just got to look at how far you've come. And that's another driver of what I do is um, just how much of I've excelled as a person. There's no point going back. There's really no point. I'm not going to let everyone down. I'm not going to let myself down and I'm definitely not going to let my family down. That's awesome. So what, like for me personally, I know I've learned shitloads um, from po- the podcast and talking to various guests and stuff like, like that. And oh, also I forgot to mention, this is episode number 30. Congratulations, brother. Big 3-0. This is your episode 30. This is episode number 30 in five months. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know you've done that many. That's good. Yeah. No, we've been powering through them. Same kind of thing as you. We've been releasing at least one a week, sometimes even two a week. It's been a journey. But back to my question, how have you grown throughout the process of your podcast, whether it's things that you've learned or, you know, just realizations within yourself? How do you think that that's helped you develop as a human? Oh, massively, man. Um, First of all, in terms of just speaking, uh, which speaking is such a powerful tool, man. 
um, in terms of business, um, personal skills, all of the above. I, I remember when I looked back doing my first podcast and actually listened to it and I was so nervous, man. I used to actually ask Dom, like, what, what should I say next? Or like, <laughs> it was crazy, man. Um, I'd stutter. I would say a lot of weird stuff. It was, it was just crazy, man. But, um, yeah, definitely that. Like I'm just, if someone asks me to come on their podcast or I get a huge guest, like I've had some massive guests on mine and I'm not nervous one bit, man. Like I'm just like, I jump on a call with them. I'm just super relaxed. And I just think it's a great tool to have is just being able to speak fluent and frequently um, to to anyone you know. Yeah, no, that's that's been a major one for me as well. And even, you know, just in um, social settings, like I can strike up a conversation with anyone about anything now. And it's just through repetition, you know, working that speech bu- muscle. Yeah, so that, that would 100% be number one. Um, I don't know, man. I've just loved the whole process. I just think I've learned so much more based on how many guests I've had in individual areas like, you know, sports players, nutritionists, um, you know, um, like the senators and stuff like that, premiers, um, just everything, man. I just feel like I've gained a lot more knowledge and I've just gained a lot more like friendships too. Also, I just find it such a, good vibration man like i'm really close with a lot of people that i've had my on my podcast that if i didn't have them on i don't even know if we would talk you know yeah you really get to know someone in a short amount of time finish a podcast episode and you're like fuck we're best friends i know more about you than probably most of your friends do now <laughs> yeah man 100 and that's why i'm a massive believer in phone calls and podcasts is you get such a better um vibration than a text message or, you know, a quick type up. Oh, hundred percent, man. I'm huge on that as well. And I like, I almost struggle a little bit just through message because like, I don't put the thought and effort into it as I would if I was like talking to someone face to face or on the phone, just because it's like, it is so much extra kind of work and it just doesn't seem to make sense, you know? And like the, I I was having a conversation the other day, um, more so relating to how, business is going online and I feel like that is driving a huge wedge between the customer and the brands because now customers are just digits on screens they're not human beings in your storefront that you know you've got to help them find and solve their problems now they're just digits piling up in the bank account that's all all business is online 100% man um but yeah, I want to ask you, yeah, what's, what do you think you've, like, why did you want to start your podcast and what have you gained most out of it? So, um, I was kind of, I was playing with the idea of starting a podcast from about grade 12. So for like the last five years or so, just, it didn't, it just seemed like one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, that's for other people to do. Obviously it's a podcast that's official. That's too much, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, you know, my girlfriend of, of seven years and I split up and then that day I was like, okay, I'm going to put this energy towards something. And then, so we broke up on a Wednesday. I filmed the first podcast on Friday. Um, and it was just, I mainly wanted to, a lot of what you've said, it relates to me heavily. Um, I really wanted to learn from people and it's so difficult to kind of reach out to people and say, hey, like I really respect what you're doing, you know, 
want to just grab lunch and chat, you know, that, that doesn't really work, especially if there's someone of caliber, they're busy. And I completely understand that. So this was a way for me to provide value back in exchange for them teaching me something. If I'm going to simplify it as much as I can. Yeah. I, I like that, man. And you felt like you've gained a lot out of it. Oh man. I couldn't even put it to words. Like I'm a different human being, you know, and that's just because not like obviously I was extremely ambitious beforehand hence why before the money it's all about ambition and really celebrating that come up stage but for me it was just like seeing what's possible like um, one of the interviews that's really stood out for me uh, was a friend of mine Dacey and Sparks Young he's 21 years old and he does drop shipping are you familiar with what drop shipping is no what is that so what drop shipping is and for anyone else that isn't familiar Pretty much what it is, um, it is buying. So say for instance, I'll set up an online store. Say I want to sell coconut water. So the way that drop shipping works is I will find a factory that makes coconut water. I will put that product on my website. Then when somebody purchases from my website, that product will go directly from the factory to the person. So I don't have to buy the product until it's being bought by the customer, if that makes sense. Wow. I've never heard of that. Hey, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of really young people absolutely killing it in the dropshipping game. And it's like you can build million-dollar stores in dropshipping like like it's nothing nothing if you get out, figure out the formula. But anyway, what I was saying is, so Dacian, at the time of the interview, he was 21 years old. He was just about to tickle a million dollars in eight months. So this was kind of like the first time his stores have really gone hard. And when whenever you hear dropshipping talked about online, it's always like this get rich quick scheme, right? Blah, blah, blah. You know, all you got to do is set up a store. It's that easy and you just start making money. But what I really learned from him, because I got to hear the backstory and I got to hear the nitty gritty, the ugly stuff that no one puts on their social media. I got to hear like the nine months that he was living, you know, with no money, in his car, like between his car and he and his like mum's house, and it was just horrible. He was an angry teenager. He didn't have he didn't have his life sorted. He didn't have his emotions sorted. And what I find interesting about this episode is when he started to figure out himself and started to figure out what was going on between his ears. That's when all the monetary success started to happen. Like he was working on it for nearly a year before even making any money on it whatsoever. And that all came because he figured that out within himself. You know, he figured out his own emotions and what was driving him, why he was doing it. Because at the beginning of the process, he was doing it because he wanted to make money. He was sick of being poor. But by the end of it, he was doing it because he wanted intrinsic fulfillment. And he want, he knew he had something inside of him, like a greatness inside of him, basically, that he didn't know how to get out or where to get it out. So listening to kind of his story and realizing that nothing good comes easy. Everything has a price, you know, and there's been countless stories like that throughout the process. So it's really like to, that was a very long winded answer to your original question. The main thing that I've gotten from this process is just like real raw experience, man. Like I've got experience now in so many fields that I've never once touched because I've had in-depth conversations with people that are in it. That makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Um, I've had some real, 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 real stories um, yeah. that like are just so hard touching, man. And you don't get that without this type of stuff. You don't get that over a, a one worded message or a reply through Instagram or text. 
Yeah, fuck no. So why why did you start the podcast in the beginning? Like what was the initial, because like you said, you know, you were nervous as fuck, which is completely understandable. I was shitting myself for the first couple of episodes. So what what made you pull the trigger then and say, oh, hey, I'm going to actually do a podcast? Uh, just break out of the barrier, man. Like nothing, nothing good in life um, happens or you don't really excel in any way, shape or form unless you kind of do something that you're probably scared of, in my opinion. Um, you know, no one ever became a millionaire or became a successful sports player or whatever it may be just being average. And that's the thing that really stands out to me now is I try to do something that actually scares me most days or is different. And, um, you know, if you fail, you fail, you, you, if you fail, you fail, but failure brings success. And I'll say that so many times I've failed so many times, but if I hadn't have failed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known and I wouldn't have come back and tried harder again. So I think everyone out there listening, just, yeah, don't be scared of it. Like embrace it and, um, you know, just look forward to it and try something new each and every day. Don't just um, live the rest of your life just doing the same thing day in, day out. I want to get inside, I want to get inside your head a little bit more. Um, and I want to know the kind of thoughts that are that are running through your head when you're about to do something that you know is well and truly out of your comfort zone. Like how do you bring yourself up to a point where you're able to, you know, overcome that fear or that anxiety or whatever you kind of want to call it? What's going through your head? Um, you do get a little, little bit overwhelmed, but I just, rather than thinking over it like countless times, whatever, whatever it is, um, rather than thinking over it, because the more you think about it, the more your mind will probably tell you, okay, we'll just go with the easier option or we just won't do it. So I think you just kind of go straight in. And the main reason I do it with whatever it is, training, podcast, um, anything work related is I know that if I absolutely give my all, I probably will succeed and do well in it. So you got to think of the end outcome so it's like, obviously, if I'm doing something I've never done, then it's going to benefit benefit me in some way. So I just kind of, I don't know, it's like affirmations. I believe that if I truly give it a go, it will end up working in a positive way. Yeah, I like that. And that's the biggest thing, man, because so say tomorrow you're like, you know, like, yeah, like say you start your podcast up tomorrow and you're, you're unsure and you question it and you're like, oh, what if people don't listen to it. What if I don't get views? What is the point of wasting all this time? But if you look at it like, okay, I know what I'm going to speak about is good. I'm going to get good guests on. It is going to work. I'm going to get views. You just, you just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. As soon as you give it, like, as soon as you give it too much thought, the only thing your mind is looking for is way outs or ways that it can go wrong. You know, that's what, our, that's what our minds are designed for. They're meant to keep us alive. They're not meant, meant to make us run towards the lion. You know, that goes against our entire biology. 100%. And that's why so many people give in these days with, um, you know, everything. Everything in life is because they just sit there and they wonder, oh, what if I fail or what if that? And that's not the right attitude you got to have. No, 100%. So... I've got a couple couple more questions that are spewing around in my head for you. Then I'll let you get get back to your day. So you can take as much time to kind of think about this as you want, but talk a little bit about what Jackson's dream life looks like. Um, to be honest, man, I like <laughs> um, retired with a residual income still. <laughs> um, and when I say that, like that's this is why I'm working so hard on my platform and 
um, doing my podcast and then hopefully dropping some clothing, um, all of that type of stuff is I want them as my main income ongoing. Um, also my coaching, I want coaches working for my team and then eventually I won't be working. It'll just be my team if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm setting all this up, man. I would love to just, as I said, be still earning money off my businesses, but not actually doing any of the hard work. Um, and just honestly, man, like I know this sounds weird, but I would love to be just making money off my podcast, doing something similar to a Joe Rogan, um, traveling, beautiful family, um, not filthy rich, but just enough money that I know I'm comfortable to not stress over and just connect with like-minded people around the world, man. Keep, keep linking and meeting, you know, massive, massive people around the world. Yeah, no, that's a nice goal. It's got my head turning. Oh, <laughs> literally. I love that. I write my, I write like a full page of goals morning and night. Um, and the way that I kind of go about it, I don't necessarily write down like what I think my, um, goals are that I'm aiming for working towards, you know, um, whether they're business or whatever, I just write that whatever the first thing comes to mind, what do, what do I want first thing in the morning? You know, and it's, it's, there's lots of goals that show up day after day, but there's also ones that come and go. And then you kind of realize, Hey, I mustn't really wanted that. Or I probably only wanted that because I saw someone on Instagram have that. You know, so it's, I'm very, very excited, say like 10 years time to look through however many hundreds of notebooks I've filled by then and see, you know, the goals that have actually been tried and true that my heart and my soul really wanted. I know wholeheartedly that they're going to come to fruition, whether it's, you know, in 10 years time, in 20 years time, 30 years time, it doesn't matter because I know they're going to happen. And what keeps me so fired up about these goals is that the fact that every step along the process, although it can be dirty and disgusting at times, uh, I mean that in a sense of like painful. Um, yeah. There is still every single day, like we mentioned before we started recording, every single day I am so happy and fulfilled because not only am I chasing after a goal I'm finding exciting, but every step of the goal I'm also finding exciting and fulfilling. You know, and it's a, it's a life that we've set up purposefully and I feel like you, you probably would be able to relate to that in, in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. Do you obviously have your clothing that something you want to do um, on mm. your own, but is this podcast kind of similar to what I said where you would like to make money off it and just do it ongoing for the rest of your life? So I'm, I'm in no rush at all to make money from the podcast. Um, because the way where I see anarchy going is I want it to be an umbrella. So pretty much underneath anarchy is going to be podcast studios where we kind of help people get up like whether we find interesting people that would make a great podcast that maybe don't have the resources or the belief to think that they could make it happen you know we would provide them the resources we provide them the training and you know get that stuff up and running I also want to do the same thing with photography video and animation studios I want graphic design studios I want web studios like I, there's no doubt we're going to have major recessions, right? So what I'm what I'm building is basically a machine. So say for instance in 10 years time, or probably five years time at the rate of the economy at the moment, and these, you know, established brands who weren't, they didn't um, see 
the recession coming or maybe they haven't transitioned over to the modern way of doing business yet. I want to be able to buy those brands, put them through my machine and spit them out as content, you know, businesses that service the modern consumer basically. So I'm, I'm trying to build an umbrella because I, I mean, I love work. It's, it sounds stupid, but I fucking, I love it because like I said to you before, I don't, I don't work. <laughs> I just live. Yeah. So I'm, I don't want to kind of step away from that. So, and I don't want to step away from working. So I want my work to be paradise. And that, that's to me is, is what I like. Cause I can't focus on one thing at once. You know, I love all the elements of the creative field. I want recording studios in there as well. I just want, I want it to be a place that people flock to for creative inspiration. Much like, you know, when Google was starting off in Silicon Valley, everyone from across the world was rushing to Google because it was, you know, the exciting thing. I want to kind of do that, but within the creative fields. I absolutely love that, man. And I know you're going to pursue and um, do well with it. So yeah, there's no point even doubting yourself because I know you will, man. Yeah, exactly. And like at the, at the same time, so there's this, um, there's this quote in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, one of like the Harry Potter trilogies. The main character says at one point, um, you know, what's the point in stressing? It only makes it, the outcome hurt twice, basically. And that just has rung with me so hard because it's like, if, if it's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong, whether you stressed about it or whether you didn't really. That's so true. Yeah. I, yeah. Stress at the end of the day, stress is like the worst thing. And at the end of the day, I, literally what you said, like you can stress over stuff, but if you turn a negative into a positive situation, regardless, if it seems hard, it's only going to make the situation better. So you may as well just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. So I've got a, one last question for you. And, and this is a question, you know, from my audience to you, how can we, how can we help you on your journey? How can we help you touch more lives, you know, and spread, spread your good message, basically? How, how can we help you from the before the money family to Jackson? Oh man, I like, did someone actually ask that? Well, uh, yeah, I put up a, I put up a poll and we got a couple of really good responses. Yeah. Um, to be honest, man, I just want more people to support each other and um, just kind of give the same vibration that I'm giving to there, – there are good people out there, but what I'm trying to say is um, if everyone was doing, for example, what I was doing and you were doing, I feel like this world would be just such a better place. Like we would all be excelling so much more. There'd be no hate and negativity and competition. There'd be no drama. It'd be all peace. I just wish – everyone listening could just yeah just literally do like what we're doing just be a genuine good person show love and respect to other people's pages congratulate people when they deserve it and um yeah just not be so uptight and all selfish and ego driven that a lot of this world is like well that that is (laughs) such a beautiful way to end this episode man that's awesome i'm just being honest but hey man like it really would make the world of difference Oh, trust me, I'm on your team on that one for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And like you know, there's there's this there's this rut that we find ourselves in as human beings that we think that there's not enough of stuff to go around. And that whether it's talking about sex, um, like success or sex with you know the opposite. Fuck! What are you trying to say, Jack? Whether I'm talking <laughs> about you know success or you know males and female relationships and stuff like that we have this weird animal instinct to think that there's not enough to go around we live in a world of abundance especially if you're lucky enough to live in like uh, a first world country like like we are thankfully there is so much to go around and like 
love is an infinite resource, love and happiness. And even a smile, man, like I posted on Anarchy yesterday, like just share your smiles because you never know whether like that person, you that random person you smiled at, that could have been exactly what they needed that day. You never know. And it cost you nothing. I absolutely love that man. And I just want to touch quickly on that. Like, it's so true. Like I have a lot of people and they're like, <clears throat> a lot of online coaches, they don't obviously tell you anything or they keep their secrets, so-called secrets to themselves. But I don't look at it like that. Like obviously there's thousands of online coaches, but you're not in competition with me. I'm different. I do not feel that anyone in my field is competition whatsoever. So for example, you having this podcast and me having a podcast what a lot of other podcast people do is they they wouldn't jump on yours because they feel like, Oh, it might grow his a little bit more. And that's just the bullshit mindset of this world. Whereas I feel like if I jump on yours, it's only going to grow me more and we get more respect for each other. And this is what I mean by people need to uplift each other and work together and the world will be a better place. There's no competition here. Fuck. All right, you're just dropping gem after gem. So we're going to leave this episode right there, man. Jackson, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm so keen for you to move back to the Gold Coast and we start doing this shit in person. Oh, bro, it'll be a lot better in person. We can make some good stuff. And honestly, man, I really appreciate you having me on. You have been a good friend since day one. Um, I do wear your hoodie nearly every second day. And (laughs) yeah, I just can't wait to catch up more, bro. Epic, man. You've been listening to Before the Money with Jackson Tippett. This has been one to remember. If you found value at any point in this episode, please take a quick screenshot, post it on your story, and make sure you go and check out Jackson's podcast. It's the I Am Me podcast. There is lots of value, as you've gotten a glimpse of now. The man knows what he's talking about, and he's speaking with world leaders in, in like, whether it's the fitness industry, like you mentioned, we've got politicians on there. He, he's covering a, br- a broad base there. So go and check it out, please. Go follow him on Instagram, uh, follow his content, take a leaf out of his book, shed some love, smile at someone now and again, and don't be afraid to help people. So with that being said, guys, really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you again next week. Peace. Thanks, Jackson. Thanks, guys.